0: What is going on everybody and welcome back to another episode of Rookie Ball, the podcast where you want to go if you need to know anything sports or if you just want to hear my opinion. My name, of course, again is Phoenix Hygis and ladies and gentlemen, we are about to get into it. The divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Who do you got? Do you think you're going to go 4-0? Who knows? It can only be told on Saturday and Sunday and ladies and gentlemen, let's get right into it. We have an absolute great weekend of games coming up here between the final eight teams in the NFL playoffs, and in today's episode, we are going to be talking about my predictions for the game, who wins the matchups, and what game is my upset of the week, what game is my lock of the week, and what I think the most exciting game of the weekend will be. So, Getting right into it, we are going to start with the first game, which starts tomorrow afternoon at 4.30 Eastern Time between my Cincinnati Bengals and the Tennessee Titans, the number one seed Tennessee Titans versus the number four seed Bengals. Now, there's a lot to talk about in this game, because so far what I'm seeing, and this may be some recency bias, a lot of people are picking the Bengals in this game, and I think it's because we just saw them play to where we haven't seen the Titans play, we don't know where Derrick Henry is with his injury, and we don't know if we're going to see the end of the season Ryan Tannehill, which was absolutely amazing, or the beginning of the season Ryan Tannehill, which was very average, maybe in the middle of the pack. So getting into it, we have the matchups for this game. Now, on a matchup standpoint, I think the Titans slightly take this one, but it's very, very close. Um, The quarterback is obviously going to the Bengals. I think Joe Burrow is is a much better player than Ryan Tannehill is, and his stretches of good have been better than Tannehill's stretches of good, and his stretches of bad have been better than Tannehill's bad. In terms of the running back, Derrick Henry is a better running back than Joe Mixon. But we're talking about this weekend's game, and we don't know if Derrick Henry is 100%. He's obviously going to play. We're all very sure of that now. But Joe Mixon is a is a top running back in the league, and Derrick Henry is the best running back in the league. But if Derrick Henry is not fully there, if he's not going to be able to play the entire game, do as many carries as the Titans want him to... Is Joe Mixon better in this matchup? For right now, I'm a big Derrick Henry fan, so I think Derrick Henry takes it on that one. In terms of the wide receiver core, Tennessee has an amazing wide receiver core. I don't give any discredit to their wide receiver core, but the Bengals, in my opinion, do have the best wide receiver core in the NFL. Jamar Chase just continues to dominate every defense he comes into. And, of course, T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd on the other side. It's hard to compete against that if you're going in terms of matchups. In terms of the tight end, I don't think it's as close as most people would probably put it to. Swayman and Fersker are alright tight ends. They play, you know, what you need them to. They're very good blockers. But if you're asking me, CJ Uzama definitely takes the cake on the tight end. Offensive line, this is a no-doubter. The Tennessee Titans offensive line is a one of the better uh, offensive lines in the NFL, to whereas the Bengals are on the very bottom end, basically, of offensive line rankings. They have one good guy and Jonah Williams, but outside of that, it has just been a carousel of backup guards coming up to play, and it's just not going well. Hopefully, they do fix that in the draft. Although, if you're asking me, I'm still glad we took Jamar Chase over Sewell or Slater or anybody. But this draft, we should definitely be looking to get some offensive line help. In terms of the defense, this one is actually more difficult than you would think. A lot of people are probably going to pick the Titans' defense on this one. But when I'm looking at it, I see... The passing defense of the Titans is uh, is absolutely horrible. It's one of the bottom ones in the league. I think there's only like two teams worse in terms of passing defense than the Tennessee Titans. But on the other side, I don't think there's many teams that are worse at run defense than the Bengals are. So when I'm looking at this matchup, I'm saying, wow, this is going to be an offensive game because the Titans can't guard the pass. All the Bengals do is pass the Bengals can't uh, defend the run, all the Titans do is run, and if Derrick Henry is at 100%, then you're definitely not going to be able to stop the run, because not only are you bad at defending the run, but you're playing against the best running back in the NFL. So, I'm going to pick the Titans defense, I think it is a little more balanced than the Bengals defense is, because the Titans defense is really good against the run, and the Bengals defense is good it's okay against the pass so i think it's better to have one great one and one bad one than one bad one and one average one obviously that's how it statistically works so the titans get the defense so if you're asking me matchup wise it's three to three but i think the titans one is just a little more important to have a good o-line and a good defense And it's not like, you know, it's not like their wide receiver core is being destroyed by the Bengals receiving core. Um, And I don't think Ryan Tannehill is a bad quarterback. I actually have him on the better half of the NFL quarterbacks. But if you're truly asking me, I think the Titans slightly get the matchup just because the defense is a whole unit. Um, And if you're beating them, then you're beating them at half of the football game. So in terms of the matchups, I take the Titans, but. If you're asking me who I'm picking this week, if you don't already know my answer, then you don't know me. Ladies and gentlemen, my is the Cincinnati Bengals. That is only because I don't see uh, any big upsets outside of this being even possible. The Cincinnati Bengals, mark my words, will beat the Tennessee Titans. And if I'm wrong, well... At least we get to cherish it by having a special episode talking about the Bengals' season. Getting into the next game this weekend, the game right after the Bengals and Titans will be the San Francisco 49ers coming off an electric win against the Dallas Cowboys. And the number one seeded Green Bay Packers, the last dance, the the team that we've all been waiting to see this playoff, see how they're going to play, because they obviously are the Super Bowl favorite in terms of Vegas odds. And considering I've already picked my upset of the week, I'm not going to go against my better judgment here. I think the Green Bay Packers are going to win this game. But if you want to go down the matchups, I'll tell you what the Green Bay dominates the quarterback game, even though I don't like Aaron Rodgers as a person. I do recognize that he is an amazing athlete, so they obviously dominate the 49ers and the quarterback. Running back is hard because if you're asking me, I think Green Bay has the more talented running back, but I think the 49ers have the better running game. I think Debo Samuel and Elijah Mitchell, the can the combination of those two is absolutely amazing. It has worked throughout the playoffs so far. So Green Bay has the better running back, but if you're asking me a matchup of who will play better on on the game on Saturday, I will go with the 49ers. 49ers own the running back. Wide receivers. The 49ers have a better wide receiving core. They have a better depth chart of wide receivers, but the Packers have the best wide receiver in the NFL, and that's Devontae Adams. And if you argue with that, you're wrong because Devontae Adams is the best. I'm going to go with the Packers. I think their backup guys make up for, you know, the talent of Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel because Devontae Adams is just that good. He's one of the most unstoppable people I've ever seen in my life. Coming from a Bengals fan who saw Devontae Adams get over 200 yards on us in that game like in week four or five. In terms of the tight end, that's obviously got to go to the 49ers, but I don't think it's that big of a, uh, a thing for the tight end to be better because that's only one weapon, but Kittle is clearly better than Tunyon. Offensive line, I-, I think this one is actually pretty tough because I think they have very dominant offensive lines. Trent Williams is obviously a monster, and that might be the factor that makes me kind of lean the 49ers. Both absolutely know how to block for the run, both know how to block for the pass, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. But I'll go with the 49ers just because I think they have the most talented offensive linemen in this matchup. Last but not least, the defense. There's a lot of players coming back for the Packers this Saturday. Jair Alexander being the main focus of that group, you know, considered to be one of the best corners in the game, but haven't seen him play much this season. So I'm very curious to see how he comes out and plays against a wide receiver such as Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk if they decide to have him target them. I'm going to give the edge to the 49ers. So once again, in terms of matchups, it's close, but I actually do give it to the 49ers. I think they win the matchup battle. But uh, in the case of the Bengals and Titans game, it was more about... The units being better, you know, the defensive and the offensive line just being better than the other team. But in terms of this game, I'm going to go against that because the Packers have such high talent on the positions that they are winning. When you have a quarterback difference of that much between Garoppolo and Rodgers, when you have an X-factor like Devontae Adams on your team, It just becomes a different matchup for me in terms of, like, I don't see Joe Mixon as big as an X-Factor as a Devontae Adams or a Aaron Rodgers. So, as I said in the beginning, I am taking the Packers to win this game. Will they win the NFC Championship game? Who knows? But I'm going to take the Packers to move on to the NFC Championship game. And that actually is going to be my lock of the week. I am picking the Packers at beating the 49ers as my lock of the week then starting in sunday afternoon we have a long-awaited matchup of tom brady the goat and the tampa bay buccaneers versus the los angeles rams now if you had asked me at the beginning of these playoffs that these two teams were playing i would have clearly given this to the bucks But after watching the performance the Rams gave against the Arizona Cardinals, all of a sudden this is a completely new team. I don't know if that was because of how bad the Cardinals played or how well the Rams played. I think it was a combination of both. But the Rams finally looked like they picked some things up and they put some stuff together for this last game. And now, all of a sudden, this is an actual hard pick. The number four seeded Los Angeles Rams against the number two seeded Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Here's the only difference for me. Obviously, the Rams like to play the ground game, but they absolutely know how to play the passing game, obviously, you can see by Cooper Cup season. Looking at the matchups, the Buccaneers have a lot of injuries going on to this game, and I know the world has taught me to never bet against Tom Brady, but this feels like it's only Tom Brady against the Los Angeles Rams. Obviously, they have Godwin out. Antonio Brown, uh, you know, I guess has quit football. Um, their running backs are both in question with Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones. We're not sure that they're uh, going to play. They probably actually won't. So he'll be stuck with uh, Vaughn and Giovanni uh, next this weekend. So when I'm looking at this, there's a lot of cornerbacks injured for the Buccaneers. So the Rams, if Matthew Stafford comes in and has a game like he did last weekend, they could really make this a blowout game. And I mean that so genuinely. The Rams really don't have an excuse to lose this game. They actually should win this game, which is so surprising to say. You know, I, I would have thought for sure the Buccaneers had at least an NFC Championship game lock, And, you know, they, they might as well possibly have that chance. You know, obviously when you have Tom Brady on your team, there's no question that you have a chance to win a Super Bowl. It doesn't matter who you surround him with. So the world has taught me not to bet against Tom Brady. Everyone knows the game we want to see in the NFC Championship is the Buccaneers and the Packers, but I'm going to do it one last time. I am going to bet against the Buccaneers and Tom Brady, and I'm going to say that the Los Angeles Rams win this football game, and it feels so weird to say, because the Buccaneers shouldn't, they need to get to the NFC Championship game, they need to play the Packers, Tom Brady needs to prove himself, he needs to be Aaron Rodgers, because honestly, if you're asking me, I think if the Rams move on, the Packers actually might go to the Super Bowl, which is weird to say i thought the curse would continue to live on but i'm going to pick the rams i uh, you know i usually don't root for these teams that go all out and pick up all these star players such as like the padres or the los angeles angels or the lakers etc cetera, etc cetera. but man when you see that talent you only have one elite receiver to guard and you have jalen Ramsey on your team and you have an immobile quarterback and you have aaron donald and von miller on your team It shouldn't make sense that Tom Brady would lose in a situation like this. But I'm going to pick the Rams. I'm going to go with it. And if I'm wrong, it's just another person falling fatally to the demise of Tom Brady. But if you're asking me, where's the matchups? Obviously, I think the Buccaneers take the quarterback uh, matchup there. Tom Brady is still better than Matthew Stafford. The running back game, if Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones were in, I actually would make an argument for the Buccaneers, but considering they most likely won't play, I'm gonna give it to the Rams. The wide receiver core with all the injuries and all the absences for the Buccaneers, it's gonna clearly go to the Rams. I think it probably would have gone to the Rams, even if Godwin was still playing. Tight end, uh, I am gonna give to the Buccaneers. I think Gronkowski is better than Higby, but I think that's honestly debatable if you want to have that debate, but I think it is Gronk. In terms of the offensive line, if you're asking me with all the injuries that's been going on, it actually does go to the Rams, and the same with the defense. I know the Bucks have a top five defense in the NFL, but with all the injuries they have to their secondary and to their defensive line and their offensive line, they just don't win those matchups anymore, and so it's really questioning me how much can Tom Brady actually do? Because I know he's going to play amazing, uh, but it's the question of can he play at the same level he's been playing all season without all of these guys. We know that he can play well with guys out, but is it enough to win a game against such a good team as the LA Rams? Now, the final game we have this weekend is between the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs, and this, ladies and gentlemen, is my game of the week. I'm so excited to see this possible revenge story or dream-crushing game for the Buffalo Bills. Obviously, last year, the AFC Championship game was between the Bills and Chiefs, and the Chiefs came out on top to go to the Super Bowl, which we all know they lost in eventually. But... If anybody does not remember, after the game concluded and the Chiefs were celebrating, Stefan Diggs, a wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills, stayed on the sidelines and watched as they celebrated, and his coach, Sean McDermott, finally came out and hugged him off of the field. Watching that is one of the coldest photos I've ever seen in the NFL. He just stands there in such despair. And if you don't know, he's still on the Buffalo Bills, the top receiver actually for them, And it is scary to see how well he might do in this game. Now, if you're asking me in terms of the matchups, quarterback, I think these are two of the best quarterbacks we have left in the uh, NFL playoffs, maybe besides Rodgers and Brady. But we get to see that matchup this weekend. I'm going to give the edge to Patrick Mahomes in terms of the season they're having Uh, I think Josh Allen is having a more consistent season. Obviously, Mahomes will always be a pro-bowl, all-pro-level quarterback. But I'm going to give the edge to the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is the best current quarterback in the NFL, if you're truly asking me. So the edge goes there, but absolute amazing quarterback play on both sides. In terms of the running back... These are two teams where I think they don't have that good of a running game, but then I look back at the stats, and I say, oh, they can actually run a little bit. But in terms of the talent, I think it goes to the Chiefs, but if you're including Josh Allen in this in this comparison, I'm going to give it to the Bills. I think the Bills have a better running game when you include Josh Allen, but the talent is more on the Chiefs, but I'm going to give it to the Bills. In terms of the wide receivers, now both of these teams have... In my opinion, two top 10, maybe top 12 wide receivers in the NFL with Tyreek Hill and Stephon Diggs. Uh, They both have really good backup guys. On the Chiefs side, you have Hardman and Pringle. On the Bills side, you have Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley. These two wide receiver cores actually match up very, very, very well. But Tyreek Hill, when he's at his highest level playing, is one of the most unstoppable wide receivers in the NFL you know, when we see him at his top play, he plays like Jamar Chase did against him when they played, when the Bengals played the Chiefs. I'm going to give the edge to the Chiefs, but just like the quarterbacks, they're two of the top teams in the NFL in terms of that category, so it's really hard to compare them, but I'm going to give the edge to the Chiefs. So as you can see, so far, these matchups have been insanely close. Now, tight end is the first one where I completely differ one team from the other, although no discredit to Dawson Knox. His first game in the wildcard weekend was absolutely amazing, but Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in the National Football League, as I've said before. He absolutely wipes the floor with any other tight end as he plays at such a consistent level. I'm going to give that one to the Chiefs. In terms of the offensive line... Both of these offensive lines actually aren't that good. We have a couple of notable players, such as Creed Humphrey, the rookie center on the Kansas City Chiefs, but they kind of let pressure get to their quarterback pretty quickly. It makes them mess up, it makes them panic at times, but obviously these are two of the top quarterbacks in the NFL, they know how to improvise. I'm going to give the edge to the Kansas City Chiefs just because they've played better as of late. I don't think these are top-tier uh, offensive lines in in any sense on both of these teams, but the Kansas City Chiefs' offensive line has gone from absolutely abysmal at the beginning of the season to a very average crew uh, towards the end of the season. In terms of the defense, I'm sorry, but I just still don't believe in the Kansas City Chiefs' defense. I think it's very hard after seeing the game against the Bengals, um, I think you know, they gave a decent amount of yards to Ben Roethlisberger, who I think is a bottom-tier quarterback. Obviously, he's retired. Um, but the Kansas City Chiefs defense, yes, it has some turnovers as of late, especially towards the end of the season. But I just still don't believe in it. I think they have some notable players, such as Chris Jones, but nothing too special. The Bills defense, I I never really saw them as a notable defense throughout the entire season, but After watching them play against the Patriots, known as a, a, you know, above average offense, they absolutely dominated them. They had turnovers left and right. They were just stopping them on third down. They didn't let them get any big plays. Micah Hyde has been playing at an insane level towards the end of the season. I don't think these are any defenses that you go blabbering about as a top three defense, especially on the Chiefs' side, so I am gonna give the edge to the bills so if you're asking me in terms of the matchups it does slightly go to the chiefs just barely it's a four to two matchup so it's nothing crazy but i do give the edge to the chiefs in terms of the matchups but who am i picking in this game I'm recording this episode and I still just don't know. It goes back and forth. I say the Bills want this game more, but then I realize that that argument is completely invalid because they both want to win this game. Obviously, I think the Chiefs are more talented, but man, there's just so much passion in this game. I'm imagining this is going to be. I, I really am hoping that this is going to be the game of the weekend because it, it's matched up just so well. But. I'm going to pick the Buffalo Bills. I don't I, that's my final answer. That's my final answer. I'm going to pick the Buffalo Bills. I don't know why I I don't know what's making me lean that way towards the Bills. But man, just watching that game last season, I know they got to be dying to play the Chiefs right now and they just got to be so ready. The only thing that's making me double guess myself is it's at Kansas City, but I don't know. I'm picking the Buffalo Bills to win this game just because I I think their defense is better. I think their defense is just so much better, and that's a whole half of the game right there. Um, I just don't think the Chiefs' defense can stop the Bills' offense, but I think the Bills' defense might be able to stop the Chiefs' offense as powerful as it is. So I'm going to pick the Buffalo Bills. So just to recap my picks for this weekend... I'm not sure about a couple of them, but we'll have to just go with it. I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals to beat the Tennessee Titans, the Buffalo Bills to beat the Kansas City Chiefs, then on the NFC side, I got the Packers beating the 49ers, and I have the LA Rams beating the Buccaneers. My upset of the week is the Bengals over the Titans. Lock of the week is Packers over 49ers. And... My game of the week is the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know what your guys' picks are for this divisional round because I am absolutely so excited to see this, this top eight weekend of football. and I'm so ready to get into the final two games, the AFC and the NFC Championship game. I'm hoping that I get to see the Bengals there next weekend and talk about them. Either way, I hope all of you have an amazing weekend of football, an amazing weekend just in general, and I really do hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I can't wait to talk to you guys on Tuesday after the games have concluded. I will catch you guys on the flippity flip on the next episode of Rookie Ball. Get out of here.